You're listening to Echo the Podcast. You could say indie rock band Joy Again were before their time. Back in 2016, they released their single Looking Out For You, the nostalgic banjo earworm that had all the ingredients of a bop but went under the mainstream radar. Six years later, with the help of TikTok, their single has made a resurgence that has launched the song into virality. In November 2021, Joy again introduced old and newly earned fans to their evolved sound with the release of their Arista Records debut, What Lovers Do. We chatted and laughed with Sachi, Arthur, Blaze, Tyndall, Will, and Kieran about TikTok, new music, and more. Take a listen. I'm Khan, aka Arthur. I'm Blaze. I'm Tyndall. I'm Sachi. I'm Kieran. I'm Will. How did you all meet? Uh, me and Sachi went to kindergarten together, and then like uh, we didn't hang out for like a long time, but we lived like five minutes from each other. And then in high school, he posted a picture of like a Jimi Hendrix guitar, and I thought it was cool, so I hit him up on Facebook, and we started making music together. Um, and then we met Blaze on Facebook as well. And I yeah. went to, and I went to high school with Kieran, and but Kieran is the newest. Um. And then Tyndall joined because he worked with Sachi at a coffee shop. And then Blade and then Will joined because he's my cousin. I didn't know he was my cousin. Then him and T- Kieran went to school together. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it was many years in the making. And in those early days of the band, you released the song Looking Out for You, which now, like five or six years later, it's making a resurgence on TikTok. What has that been like to see that come back? It's been funny. <laughs> It's like, it's, it's weird because when, you know, I wrote the original demo and then we like, Arthur did a demo of it. And then we did like the full version in the studio. I kind of always thought it was going to be like our big song, but I thought that back then. And then I kind of learned to just fucking let go of that because nothing happened. And then now years later being on TikTok and being used by like, the biggest TikTokers and their little fucking videos. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, it's, it's still like, it's still also weird just because people aren't like listening to the song because they like the band. They're listening to the song because like everybody's listening to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, we haven't really gained a whole bunch of fans from this. It's like mostly just, uh, yeah. The song has fans. Yeah, we don't have fans. <laughs> well, that's a start. You never know. They'll come yeah. find some other stuff. And do you guys remember who figured out it was going viral first or how you figured it out, where you were? What was that experience like? My girlfriend, like, we were sitting down together at my parents' house and she was like, oh, Looking After You has like 600 videos on TikTok. And then the next day it had 800. And then the day after it had like 1,200. And then it just you know, exponentially grew from there. So that was almost like two years ago too. So yeah, it was like right before COVID. I remember, uh, like, I remember I was like, I was at work and just being like, what the fuck? Like, this is nuts. And then it was just kind of like, I guess like a godsend that I didn't have to like work during pandemic because of that song and TikTok. 
That's awesome. And now it's, I feel like I'm hearing it a lot more now too, where people are combining uh, Steven Universe um, yeah. quote with it and doing like, now I love my voice that I've heard it over the song and everything, um, which is, it's cool. So it, ke- it keeps evolving, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's it's had a couple of different like trends, but that's like the most recent one, and it's kind of cool. I like Steven Universe. So yeah, I mean, like seeing fucking Scott Disick make a video with fucking <laughs> Kardashian's daughter is just the most insane thing. Like I don't know what any of that means. But... It's uh, I mean, like one of the fucking Kardashian's daughter and Kourtney Kardashian's ex-husband did a, made a video to the sound, which is pretty nuts. I'd yeah. Say. Well, it just shows to like TikTok's reach, like that it can hit everybody, um, which is awesome. And how has your music evolved since that song? A lot. Uh, just way different because that was a song that we worked on when we were like, like 17 or 18. I don't know. So you're juniors. How old are you when you're a junior in high school? Because it was during the snowball. You're 16, like 16 or 17. I was probably 16 because yeah. Snowball probably. Yeah, you were, at, you were at Snowball and you sent me the, the banjo and the vocals. Yeah. Because I'd never stayed at school. We went to boarding school. How was that? It was awful. It was, I mean, I, 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 liked <laughs> it. I hated it. I hated it. I liked it because I went to public school before that and it was miserable. I would just go home and smoke weed with my sister. It was awesome. You could like have your parents sign you out because it was like in loco parentis. So it's like in absence of your parents, they were basically your parents. So... Uh, it was kind of a scary place to be, but uh, I lived around the corner, so I just would tell my mom, and be like, "Call me out," and then my sister would pick me up, and we'd like smoke weed and cigarettes. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's interesting that that was like your headspace when you're writing the the song. So, speaking of new music, you released a new single, and it was your Arista Records debut, "What Lovers Do." First, congrats, and also, what inspired that song? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what inspired it. I just kind of wrote it. Um, I, I guess, uh, like, just thinking about relationships and stuff like that. And uh, it was originally acoustic. And then it went through a bunch of rounds and Blaze played keyboard on it. And it was I, reggae at one point, too. Yeah, there was a little... Kind of reggae version going around <laughs> it went through a lot of phases and then it kind of landed on that crazy like ambient shit i got really I, I i bought this i bought a couple of pieces of gear that like really just like kind of made the record for me you know what i mean like just pumping blazes keys through different outboard gear and stuff like that and just distorting the shit out of stuff so in terms of the the writing and production process, did the lyrics come first or was it the sound and the melody first? Um, I guess it all kind of came at once when I was right, because I wrote it on an acoustic guitar. So uh, like I had this little riff that I was playing and then I, the lyrics kind of all naturally came to me very quickly, which is, kind of unusual for me like it usually takes a really long time but uh for both what lovers do and looking out for you they you know those are two songs that it came to me very quickly yeah i guess whenever i was playing the keyboard part like the like i guess like the main like first keyboard part in the song that was um for a while i was just trying to like uh 
the the riff that he wrote on guitar i was trying to like do something like similar on keyboard and the last thing that i had recorded before i was gonna like send him what i played was the the part that ended up being like the main verse part like the uh the like the the keyboard part that the song like starts with and um that was kind of like an afterthought like it was just kind of like i was like oh i'll just try something like this and throw that in there and that ended up being like the one that stuck which was nice and um then i guess it kind of uh then i guess after and at that time the song had like drums on it and stuff like the reggae version they were talking about and then one day we just kind of like uh me and our friend caleb we were like in new york this was like last i want to say like october and uh we were just like oh you know why don't we just try and make a version of the song where it's just all keyboards and we just kind of like went in and did that for like a couple hours and it kind of ended up like a like a very like um like a small a lot smaller version of what it is now uh was there anything specifically that you learned in this process that you're going to use in songwriting later on your next songs and records and everything that's a very good question but probably not (laughs) i feel differently i I like i like that question a lot though who was saying i feel differently there's like some stuff on that like like, um that like i that when i was like writing a part or like when i played a part that um that i like played and i was like i don't feel very strongly about that and then like when i like sent it to stachi he was like oh like that's the part that i do or like that's like what and i think stuff like that always helps me and like strengthen like my writing and stuff on uh and like the parts that i come up with because i'm like hmm, like uh like i thought this fit but then like and like once you get to a a, a point where like it's like uh where you kind of like know what stuff is gonna work or not before you even like play it like it's like you get you get to the finished product a lot quicker once you like kind of have like a lot uh once you have like more knowledge of like what you should try i don't really know if that's like a great way to articulate it but no that makes sense especially like it sounds like a little bit of collaboration but also just like confidence too that you're yeah. Yeah. once you hear you'll know that that's the right sound or um, yeah absolutely. that's that's how yeah you got it awesome and i love the music video it's very nostalgic feeling you're in an uh kind of right outside an amusement park on the boardwalk what inspired that visual or how did you take this song and transform it into the visual well i I think we got to give all credit to uh like rich and dan Dan. and uh and jason and um like all them at powered by wind who came up with the video and directed it they've done the past i think what three videos for us and they never they never miss they've always got something crazy up their sleeves they're uh they just, did the, they just did the new tier of whack video yeah it came out today oh really? Oh, awesome <laughs> and um yeah their their videos are always incredible and they're all just really fun and credit to the ac boardwalk yeah, yeah atlantic city that, oh, that's awesome yeah it's insane i left my heart there yeah i was just there this summer i love it there insane it's a weird place it's it weird. is <laughs> 
on the way. Do any gambling out there? I fell in love with you. Okay. <laughs> gambling in Atlantic City this summer? I did. Yeah. I yeah. needed I needed to be like pulled away out of there. I can't stay in there too long, but I I forget which casino I was in, but the um little shop of horrors machine was super fun because every time you played it would just play songs from the movie so it was entertaining (laughs) in the music video there's a lot of birds and there's a lot of symbolism with like flying and birds was that a something that you guys came up with or powered by wind and what do the birds mean to you guys I think that was kind of all like um, rich from Powered by Wind, like his uh, concept, you know. Uh, I guess um, like it, you know, the caged bird and the bird that flies over the beach and stuff. uh, It's like kind of symbolic of like either being in a relationship or being free of one where you're not exactly happy. And it also serves to transition into that like dream sequence at the end. So I don't really know. Like I should have picked his brain more about it, but Dan said, was it scary jumping off the high deck in our group chat? Oh, really? Yeah, he just texted us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it scary? Yes. It was fucking terrifying. It was awesome. <laughs> it's funny as fuck because we all jumped off the same way, but for some reason, Will, Will jumps off. Like, you watched the video. Right before we went, they came up, the, like, all the guys making the video came up to us and were like, make sure that you, like, jump to the side and face the camera. I asked him, do I face the grass or you guys? And he said, the grass. Yeah, I saw that like, happen. Yeah, Will's he, defense. <laughs> <laughs> Right before he jumped, you know, communicated poorly to us. Will's always the dude. Will's always the dude that says, "You didn't tell me that." No, I, yeah. I watched. You're, gas, you're, I, gas, you're both gas. I am witness. I was witness to what happened to Will. Yeah, there. I, he's, he's a victim. I don't know why they would. Yeah, then why didn't you? Then why didn't you correct? I him? think everybody was just fucking strung out, and they just miscommunicated the 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 thing to him. But also, you could have looked at what everybody else was doing. I think the, the craziest thing about when we <laughs> jumped off the high dive was the feeling that you thought you were about to like, hit oh, the water. That's but then you just for... don't. And you don't. And you're still falling. Because it was like, like five feet yeah. high. It like, feels really good. Like you're, you're, you think that you were, you, you would have hit the water at one point, and then you get this feeling. You're like, oh shit, I'm still in the air. Yeah. I think the worst part about it is that it's we scary. had to like, we got done the video really late the night before and drove back from Atlantic City, and then we had to wake up at like six thirty in the morning yeah. to go just fucking. And, well, you guys all got to go to bed. I was up till fucking three shooting all the bedroom scene shit. Yeah. Tindall told Tindall told an insane story in the car too that made me feel like I had. My heart was stabbing through my rib cage. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. What was the I don't think we should tell it on. <laughs> you, it's, it has to do with your brother and the and the school thing. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a crazy story. But, but yeah, no, we that, that, that too was nuts. The jumping off the high dive was fucking crazy. I definitely would not have been able to do it that i have the worst fear of height so i don't know how you guys did that <laughs> but that's awesome after, after you do it once you want to keep doing it because it, it's yeah. like a rush probably i probably wouldn't mind it once like 
I actually hit the water the first time. It's that second part that you were talking about where it's like, oh, I feel like I hit the water and then you just continue. I feel like that would be too much for me. Yeah. If you could set fans up in the perfect environment to listen to what lovers do, what do you imagine it looking like? From big ass speakers. One of those cars on Kim My Ride where they put like an insane amount of fucking stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's like anything anything that will make wherever you're in like fucking shake. You know, like yeah. You play that shit on some really big speakers or like a car with a nice sub, like that whole car is just fucking like like shaking. Because speakers outside the window. <laughs> uh, that's a, such a throwback, Pimp My Ride. Like, in addition to the speakers, like all the random things they put in the cars, like you could add like a swimming pool or something to it. And... Like a PlayStation 2. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck is wrong with you, Will? <laughs> um... What can um, fans expect next from you guys? real bops and I don't know. My, my first instinct was better songs. <laughs> we got some bangers on the way. Yeah. Yeah, we just spent like the last month writing a bunch of stuff. So yeah, like I think that I think that uh next is kind of like maybe one more single and then an album. But who who knows really? Did you guys write anything good today? No, no, today was just practice. We're we're doing these shows in New York. It's like a it's like a three night residency, and we're doing different covers every night. Oh, and, awesome! Yeah. What else can fans expect from those shows? Mm, costume party. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're all like costume parties too. Yeah. <clears throat> Revelations. <laughs> Absolutely. Revelations. You gotta find yourself. Loud music. A new outlook on life. <laughs> lose, a new lose on life. Lose yourself. You're going to lose a part of yourself the you're going to something in the process. Exactly. Do you guys have your costumes picked out? Kind no. of. No. No. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Well, how do you dress for the 80s, you know? Tracksuit? No. Like, I don't know. Neon? Neon, tracksuits. <laughs> neon? Neon? <laughs> I don't know. Neon? <laughs> and... For fans that want to follow along with you guys, find out about new music, find out about these shows, where can they find you? At Joy again on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. And then Twitter sometimes. Don't go on the Twitter. Joy, Joy Don't go on the Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Joy again online, maybe? Joy again dot online on Twitter. Something like that. I think it's just Joy again online. I have no goddamn idea what our social media is. They'll find Something. you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We have so, a P.O. box. You can just call me personally and I'll tell you what's going on. Yeah, send us a there letter and I'll tell you what's up. Yeah, we have a P.O. box, I swear to God. Should I plug the address? You know it off the top of your head? Yeah, it's uh, it's P.O. box 367 Villanova, Pennsylvania 19085. You're going to get some letters and some holiday gifts now that you just dropped that. Absolutely. Yeah. Someone sent us a uh, stuffed chicken once. Oh, that's interesting. Why stuffed animal? Not uh, not like an actual chicken. <laughs> no, that's where my mind went first. Like a uh, chicken that you eat. Like not 
Yeah, it's like one of those like you uh, can't just say stuffed chicken and expect everyone to think it's a fucking stuffed animal. That literally something that exists. There's two other things that come to my mind when I think of stuffed chicken before the a a stuffed animal. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken like with a stuffed chicken full of like I thought it was like yeah stuffing and like yeah stuffed chicken with green. I don't know. (laughs) The whole point of stuffing a chicken is to season it. I don't hey, know, dude. You I don't know like green beans in it. Green beans taste like water. Green beans? No, they don't. Green beans taste good. It tastes like water. You're an idiot. <laughs> well, before I let you guys go, um, I'm sure you're going to have fun with this question. What is one quote that you have heard or that you go by that you want to echo out to the world? Can we do one quote from everyone? I was actually going to say this earlier. Like, we get one quote from everyone? Yeah, yeah. sure. Damn. I'm not I'm not rich. I was just born handsome. <laughs> nice. In, <laughs> instead. Um live, laugh, love. Classic. Somebody else go. I I had a quote that I liked. <laughs> I was gonna I can't get this one thing out of my head, but I don't want to say it. Damn. <laughs> Damn, I had such a good quote. I wish I could remember that thing I said that was really profound. It is. Well, what's the fucking Woody Allen PE quote? That'll be my quote. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you can't teach, those who can't teach, teach gym. No, <laughs> the, if, uh, if you can't write, teach. If those you can't, who can't write, teach. If you can't, those who can't teach, teach gym. That's good. That's what it is. That's a good quote. What's that from Annie Hall? Yeah, it's from Annie Hall, but don't say, oh, say this is a podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Woody Allen for the record. Yeah, but that's a good quote. That movie's funny. Um, Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tyndall. <laughs> Happy, birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tyndall. You it's either die a hero and live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Life's a bird is playing in the sand. All, all good ones. You can follow along with Echo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.